the ability to stay calm is very powerful. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 4 says, If a ruler's anger rises against you, do not leave your post. Calmness can lay great offenses to rest. Think about that. Calmness can lay great offenses to rest. And so one of the things we have to have in our walk with God is the ability to stay calm, to stay poised under pressure. But where does that calmness come from? I think it doesn't come from our own abilities. It comes from having confidence in God. How can we stay calm? Because we have confidence in God. He's with us. He's for us. We've got his mastery with us. We've got his power and spirit and righteousness and love and joy. We can depend on that. And that can be the source of our calmness. So that when we're faced with issues or problems, maybe you're, you're in an argument back and forth. It's the ability to remain calm that can transform the situation. And so we're going to take communion over this today. Asking God to help us to, to walk in the calmness that provides rest, that turns situations around. So if you're not familiar with our communion meditations, my name is Daniel Foley, and we've got a program called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And in that blueprint, we've got training for just about every area of life. But one of the most important things we do is daily communion. It helps us to abide in Christ helps us to take these promises of God and to activate them and to set them motion, set them in motion in our life. We're going to get started with our daily prayer. And then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed. Also that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us, that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. 
and I ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So Father, we're asking for your help. Help us to walk in the calmness that we have in Christ. That comes from our confidence in you, our confidence in him. Help us to activate this, to set it in motion in our lives so that we lay great offenses to rest. We can transform and turn around situations by your grace and by your power. And we thank you the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserve. And by his stripes you've been healed. We get this opportunity to remember we've been made one with you. Through the sacrifice of Jesus. And you raised him up from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand. And you raised us up together with him. And so I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. And so I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go and take our juice. All right, let's talk about some practical application into our health and fitness. So I think one of the goals in health and fitness is to develop our ability to do higher levels of fitness activities, whatever you want to call them, push-ups, squats, lifting weights, these types of things, running, while at the same time having the ability to stay calm, to be doing a higher level of work, but at the same time being calm and to, to grow in that. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had times where it's like you're struggling against the weight. You're lifting the weight and it doesn't look so pretty. But I don't think that's the goal. The goal is not to lift the weight and have it look ugly. The goal is to have is to lift the weight and have it be beautiful. To have calmness and beauty and tranquility in it as you do the work. And that's supposed to carry over into everything I do, I think. Everything we do. Doing the dishes, taking out the trash, doing your regular work, in your relationships, whatever it may be. Bringing that calmness and that tranquility and that peace in everything that you do. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.